Rivals of the East, everybody. I'm your host, Buzz, with co-host Sean. And a short week this week, Sean. Dolphins play the Bengals on Thursday night. So that's going to be pretty fun. Prime time. Biggest takeaway I want to take just from looking at the Bengals-Dolphins game, I want to see those sick uniforms the Bengals have. Oh, apparently they're trying to get the white out going like Penn State does, you know, where everybody yeah, the white, white. On black stripes. I would love that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about those. Uh, I don't care. What anybody says Dolphins fan or not. Those are going to be some sexy uniforms. I think uh, everybody can admit that with the white helmet and all. Um, but, yeah, we, we got Miami playing the Bengals, which we're going to dive into first. But also uh, we do have the New England Patriots as well with no Mac Jones, right? Yes, it is confirmed high ankle sprain uh, potentially needs tightrope surgery that Tua has also gone through on both legs. Um, Mac Jones is having a little discrepancy with uh, the the organization, apparently with uh, timables and returning. And he's doing what I think is the right thing and uh, making sure he gets a second opinion and just getting it done correctly. Tom Brady in previous pass um, also pushed to do the same, but ended up following what the team wanted and they botched the surgery, caused an infection and extended his time off the field. So I I agree with Mac Jones. It's a lost season. You're going to reload. You're going to have more cap next year. No reason to push him out there on a lost season. Let's let's let him get healthy. See if he could do it with a few more weapons next year. And then we'll just go from there. And if it doesn't work, then it's time to move on. Well, maybe he'll be like Dak and take some notes when uh, Bill signs Cam Newton. Yeah. (laughs) Reports are saying that Dak Prescott could return as early as this week. Um, He is my fantasy quarterback. Um, Honestly, I don't care. He's a disgrace. He's an embarrassment. I'll never select another Cowboys player ever again. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyways, on a more serious note here, uh, Miami is playing the Bengals on a Thursday night primetime game coming up. And, of course, we've just come off of a a big win against the Buffalo Bills uh, 21-19 this past Sunday. Uh, Really just a a big statement game for Miami. Um, Bills, of course, were very depleted on defense, but nevertheless, it's a division game. It's a win. That's what matters most at the end of the year. Miami, the only undefeated AFC team, not East, but team uh, right now in the NFL, sitting at 3-0, and thanks to some wild games. Of course, the Chiefs losing to the Colts and some others. Um, I don't think Miami is the best team in the NFL. I think that belongs to the Eagles right now. But considering where, what Miami's done, I think near the top, at least for now. Um, I'm going to flat out say it, Sean. You know, we've talked about this a little bit. It just uh, a couple of different things pop into my mind sitting at three and zero going into this Bengals game. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is even though we're at three and zero, I just don't feel like it's this dominant three and zero team. We've had a really uh, slow start against New England, which thankfully New England was even slower 
when they started and we won that 20 to seven, then we were getting blown up by Baltimore and they did show resolve and came back. But uh, again, I think we lucked out with some of those injuries and Tyreek Hill coming back in the game, thankfully opened that up for us. So we had two huge plays and we got to lead a comeback there, which is great. Uh, and the Buffalo game, the Buffalo game was very satisfying in a sense that uh, Ken Dorsey was losing his ever loving mind in the booth. Of course, at the end of the game, uh, somewhat like you, when you're, uh, DoorDash driver takes your food after they say they delivered it, but nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, I'm a hardworking man. I deserve that food. You took my cheesy gordita crunch, um, <laughs> or uh, a crunch wrap supreme, I should say. Yeah, but, um, Baja blast. Son yeah, of the nectar of the gods, right? No, but honestly, uh, the Bills team was very depleted. I would have felt more satisfied, I guess, you know, with a win over them little more healthy to say like this is our team this is our division but i mean we are sitting at three and oh it just feels uh, odd to me because i feel like i should feel a little more pumped going into this Bengals game but this Bengals team sean is a really good football team they've started off wobbly the jets are obviously everybody's rebound after their serious relationship you know so poor flaccid flacco only mustered 12 points for them against the Bengals this past week. Bengals went 27-12. I was about to say, like, for Tony Romo, uh, Jessica Simpson, for Tom Brady, uh, Monahan to Budgen, like, I could go down the list. Um, right. Zach Wilson to uh, who he's with now as opposed to one of his mom's friends. You know, he's a MILF seeker. So, like, the list continues. Remember Russell Wilson's first girlfriend? The one that with the... Yeah, the one who thought that she had the look on her face like I made it. And I, like, I finally made it. I'm gonna cash in, and then he went, "Hey, so it's not working out. I don't think it's gonna work out." Just like you said with the Seahawks, and now he's going, "Let's ride to more losses in Denver." Well, you know, if they keep getting quarterbacks giving up safeties because they don't know where they're at in the end zone. They could still I mean, win games. When you have a guy standing in the middle of the end zone and uh, you throw outside the far right where it's like triple covered, I mean, listen, let Russ cook <laughs> American slice of cheese and a bowl of cereal. Let Russ cook. No, I think Russ is sophisticated. In fact, uh, I think Russ is a hot dog cut up in mac and cheese kind of guy. Beanies and weenies kind of man. Beanies and weenies, hot dog and mac and cheese, grilled cheese. Can- think- Cans, like canned. Hot dogs, not even, not oh, the even Viennas? the dry package. The yeah, Viennas. Viennas. The, wh- Fair wh- enough. Whatever, whatever those like monstrosities people eat, like over in uh, Ohio. I don't know. Well, Cincinnati know, chili, whatever the hell you want to call that. Cincinnati chili. I think that's just uh, whatever's left over in the kitchen sink. I think it's a myth. I don't Could think be. it exists. I don't think it exists. But I digress. But I, Sean. That's that's the feeling I get is I just feel like even though we're at three and zero, I don't feel confident that you know going into the Bengals stadium, I think we'll win, uh, but I just feel like it's probably going to be an ugly game. We have a lot of players coming back, and I'll talk about that here. But yeah, you probably felt that way. I know you mentioned before about the early 2010s Patriots team that Matt Patricia when he was on the other side of the ball called plays on defense, you know. We're, we're very similar in some ways because we're giving up way too many yards on defense. We can't run the ball. And this past game with the Bills, now granted Buffalo ate up a lot of time of possession. They had, you know, 40 plus minutes with the ball. 
out of the entire game. Um, Tua only threw the ball 18 times for a buck 86 and a touchdown who also got, I don't care what anybody says was concussed. It wasn't because of his back or his ankles. He was concussed, um, but he did finish the game. But I, I don't know about, you know, just the durability of this team and some of the other things coming up Teron Armstead still got that toe injury he's playing through. And some of the other injuries we're going to get Byron Jones back for the jets game. Not like he needs to play that one, but um, what are your thoughts on this Miami team going into Cincinnati, Sean? Um, I, I think they're kind of a team where they're in a position that they're, they're like you were banging the drum, uh, our last show, um, opportunistic. They can ill afford to turn over the ball. They have to maintain possession, eat that clock, short passes, whatever it is they may do. Um, The run game, if you can get it going, I don't expect it to. I don't think they're that kind of team. Defense, yes, it's struggling. But as long as they get a turnover and they capitalize on points, they have potential. Uh, The Bengals? They invested all that money on that offensive line. Um, currently, Burrow is on track to receive 110 sacks currently at this rate. And that is astronomical. When you're getting sacked almost 10 times a game and you're paying, I don't know, it's got to be over $100 million on that offensive line. It's not working out. The Dolphins, they got to take advantage. They just have to. Um, They have to strike when the iron's hot. If they're causing pressures early on, they have to score. They have to get up early. They have to pressure. I mean, you have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. It's it's not going to be easy on the defensive side. The offense has to be 100%. I think they, honestly, I think they can do it. Um, I think if the Bengals turn over early, I, I think the Dolphins are capable of uh, stacking early and getting that lead and holding on. Yeah, that's what I'm banking on uh, when I think Miami's going to win. I do think that, you know, Burrow's been pretty, you know, giving with the ball lately to some teams. So yeah. they could force them out. Because here's the thing. It's going to be interesting because the Bengals' offensive line sucks, but Miami's pass rush sucks. So well, we're going to find has got a mean groin kick. Um, oh, my gosh. Anything's possible. Well, Miami's right now ranked uh, 13th in total offense. The Bengals are ranked about 18th, I think. So pretty similar there. But the scary thing, Sean, can you guess where Miami's defense is ranked after three weeks of football? 28th. 31st. That's elite. We are the 31st ranked defense we are the worst defense against the pass we are the worst pass rushing team we are bad at stopping the run we're about 20th at stopping the run we're awful on third downs um again i think you get those big plays that they'll get like uh you know that fumble on mac jones that melvin ingram scoops up or josh allen what we had in the last game Again, Melvin Ingram scooped up that we got us at the six-yard line on that one. I think those are the, like, shock big plays on defense that keep us in there that kind of people forget about it. 
But as far as Miami having a good defense right now, and again, Byron Jones is out, so that is hindering us because we're playing Cater Cowhu and Keon Cross and practice squad guys um, and undrafted free agents. And then X. Javon Holland is, is playing good. X is playing good. Um, but we're just we're a little thin at linebacker and it shows we're little, we're really thin at corner. Um, you know, Eric Rowe is serviceable. We've got him back there as well, but that front four is just not getting too much pressure. And these quarterbacks are just having a field day with us for the most part. And that's the only thing I'm worried about. If we can't get to, to Joe Burrow, uh, it's going to be a really tough game to win for Miami. I think unless they can get those opportunistic points. I, I think they have the receivers. They have the, I mean, even the running back. I mean, Mixon. they could potentially get the same blows as Hill and Waddle. So oh, they, if not more, because you have, you have Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Yes, Tyler Boyd I, I would there. agree. A wide receiver position. They're as stacked as you get. I think they're However, number one. That, that offensive line has been that bad. Yeah. So I think it almost offsets and it almost makes it exactly even. I do. Um, here's here's what I want to say too, Sean, and you probably will attest to this. Um, Josh Boyer is probably just going to straight up blitz nonstop. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't blame him. Right. Now, the only problem is that, as we saw with Buffalo, uh, Josh Allen counters those with screen plays to who? The running back. Joe Mixon is really good at catching the ball and making plays. He's been that guy for a while. So if they get those quick screens out, if they get those quick slants out and one-on-one you have, you know, Cater Cow, who's going to try to shut down someone like Tyler Boyd or T Higgins, it's not, it's just not going to happen. So there's going to be a chess game going on. Um, Miami, it might, my prediction would be is because two is going to start this game. And everybody was listed as questionable to Ron Armstead, X, uh, Jalen Waddle, and all those guys who uh, would not have practiced if there was one on Monday. Um, they're starting on this game. So I, I think Miami's going to, I don't think Miami's going to uh, blow out the Bengals. I don't think they're going to make anybody more convinced that they're the team. I think that it's going to be, I mean, listen, the Bengals were in the Super Bowl a few months ago, Sean. I don't know. I couldn't tell. No. Right. But I'm saying it's the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. This is a, a team that's still hungry. They didn't win. Um, but I, I think two was probably going to have a decent game. I think, you know, if we can run the ball, maybe this is the week um, that'll set up play action more for them because it just hasn't really been there too much. But I think that if we can get those opportunistic plays, that's going to be the difference maker. If we can get those one or two interceptions when it matters most, whether it's the red zone or on a big play, trying to get the ball down to chase and X can make a play because uh, it's probably going to put X on chase. So I think that's going to be the difference maker. If we it, listen, if we can't get any turnovers this game, if there are no turnovers in this game from the Bengals to the dolphins, I would be worried. Now we do have Tyreek Hill. We've got Jalen Waddle, but, Again, Tyreek Hill was shut down by a rookie cornerback by the Bills. He had two catches, 33 yards. Jalen Waddle, on the other hand, had one big play there for 45 yards at third and 22. But you're not going to get those plays all the time. Eli Apple's covering Tyreek Hill this week, Sean. I have a feeling Hill might get his. 
just yeah um just a thought bounce back after uh last week yeah i think so um but final score prediction i'm going to give on the game i think dolphins win 24 20 i think it's a close one and i think uh i actually think so people don't uh jump on and drink the hater raid i actually think that tua does a good job of getting them in position to where they're down you know, 20 to 17 and they get in the red zone and they get down there and he drives them down the field and they get a touchdown and that's how they get the win. And then that's going to be in Burrow's hand. And I think he throws one of those opportunistic picks to end the game. Um, that's my foreshadowing. Now, every time I say the dolphins are going to lose a game, they wind up winning. I don't know if this is going to be the opposite effect, Sean, where I say Miami's going to win and then they wind up losing. So I have no idea, but what's your, what's your prediction for this game before we move on to Packers? Uh, Patriots? 31-21. I think the Dolphins are going to get ahead early. They're going to hold on and maybe potentially get two turnovers out of the Bengals. And I think they're going to score on both of them. We're going to see a team that actually scores every time they get those turnovers and doesn't turn over themselves. That is my prediction. Dolphins are going to win 31-21. Very nice. So Patriots-Packers, Sean. Yeah, you know, the the game of the week, everything that I'm so excited to look forward to. Is it? Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, not waste our time here. They're going to lose. <laughs> um, Why are you so – What you don't trust And it's going to be a Hoyer. close game. No, and what I actually will say, it's going to be a close game. I think so too. Um, I just watched a Aaron Rodgers team face a malingered Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, and they struggled bad. Um, the only opportunity I think that the Packers could blow the doors off the Patriots is simply if they get that run game turned around. The Patriots struggled against Lamar Jackson. That's Lamar Jackson. I don't care who you have as a defense. He's going to get his rushing. Aaron Rodgers doesn't do that. They're going to run the ball with the running backs. They have... Uh, you know, Jones has been doing well. AJ Dillon. I, I, I think Jones, he, he's going to get some, but I think the Patriots defense for traditional running teams, they're going to do fine against. They, they've turned it around so far this year when it comes to running backs. And I'm perfectly fine with that. And I think that's going to keep them close. If the Packers actually want to run the ball, you know, three to one, it's going to actually play in the Patriots favor. Brian Hoyer isn't one to turn over the ball. I think he's going to start. I'd rather have Bailey Zap. I want to see what the rookies got. Um, I, I think the Patriots are going to make this a really close one, and they're going to lose ultimately. Um, I think it's going to come down to the last drive. And I think Aaron Rodgers, for once in his life, is going to make a fourth-quarter game-winning drive. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that touchdown is going to go to the rookie Dobbs. Um, I, I want to say 17 24. What if I told you that the Packers have the sixth ranked defense? Um, it's deceiving. When you play a team that throws nine passes in Chicago, that's, that's kind of skewed. Um, not actually that division actually has been playing pretty awful outside of the lions. So I, I don't really, 
I pay no attention to it. I know early on people said they were going to be early Super Bowl favorites, mostly because of that defense. The defense actually hasn't been playing as good as I think. Outside of Gary, their outside linebacker, I think they've been kind of meh. Their, their defensive back group doesn't really impress me. Alexander is pretty much all they really have going on there. But Gary, he's been putting on a show. I was watching him uh, come off the edge and make some plays. But I think the Patriots can counter that because unlike some of those teams I watch the Packers play, they can throw and run if they want to. It's just can't turn over the ball. Right, right. Um, I mean, it's interesting because looking at it, you know, Aaron Rodgers this season, um, just looking into the stats here, um, I mean, he's he's 21st in passing in the NFL. Uh, four touchdowns, two picks, averaging 228 a game. And, I and what do you know? Guess who's right behind him? Guess Ooh. who's right behind him? Tom Brady. Who's that guy? Three touchdowns, one pick. Um, I will say, you know, they are an elite company right next to Ryan Tannehill. So. Oh. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say they probably have better numbers than him. They do. I watched one game for Ryan Tannehill and that's all it took. Ryan Tannehill, uh, since we like to dog on him, he's got three touchdowns, three picks. He's averaging two fifteen a game. Yeah. He's got awful. In fact, I would have said that's two his numbers last year. No, in fact, two is second right now in the league in passing. Although that's attributed mostly to the Baltimore game. He's averaging 308 a game, eight touchdowns, two picks. And uh, Jalen Hurts, though, right behind him. I, I'm really impressed with Jalen Hurts this year, honestly. The, did you know that the Eagles have, in terms of like the offense, they have the, I think it was the number one offense and the number five defense. Talk about insane. Well, I think their offense being so explosive is kind of what puts the pressure on the other team's offense, makes them play fast, may turn over the ball a little more than a team would be if the offense wasn't so good. Uh, I only know this because, you know, something about the Patriots having a good offense year in, year <laughs> out. and that Those days are gone. Out, and that made the defense look a lot better than it was because there were some pretty bad Patriot defenses that benefited off Tom Brady being able to score and not turning the ball over. I think Aaron Rodgers is probably going to throw for about 270 this game against New England. And I think probably a lot of that's going to come in the second half because they're going to try to run the ball in the first half to set up play action. So I, I agree with you there. I think Aaron Jones gets about 82 yards on the ground and another 30 or 40 through the air for over 100 yards total. And then I think A.J. Dillon's going to get about 45 yards in the ground on some hard tackles like goal line scenarios. They'll give him the ball, kind of uh, punch it in kind of thing. I I do see – who are they playing? Brian Hoyer this Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. I think Brian Hoyer's going to go throw for about 224, and I think Devontae Parker will probably get like four catches. Um, so in, kind of interesting is, is when you think – of the Patriots' uh, corners and how they match up on the uh, Packers' receivers. Alan Lazard, huge specimen, not a speed burner. They put him against Jalen Mills. It's going to be what we saw with Miami with Devontae Parker on him. He He's just going to get the catches. Like The man's just too big. 
Um, so I don't think that's going to happen. I actually think the Patriots potentially are going to shift out and use safeties against yeah. him. Um, Randall Cobb, uh, you'll probably see Jalen Mills match up against him, and you'll see Jonathan Jones on Dobbs. Um, that's a favorable matchup. I don't know how they exactly figured that out in the zone. If they disguise it and they keep pulling safeties in and out, having them come underneath and then pull out at the last second, maybe like a zone bluff per se, where they go into the box and then sit back. Um, I think that's their best matchup. Uh, I like the Patriots chances with their linebackers against the, uh, the Packers running backs. Uh, the Packers also have had some injuries on their line. So there is the potential that we could see Dietrich wise and Matthew Judon tee off if that run game does fail early, but I, I just don't think there's enough horses in the stable for uh, Mr. Brian Hoyer. You know, he, he looks like me out there uh, throwing some deep passes. Those balls take a long time to come. Um, hopefully we get some good news on Jacoby Myers. I don't expect it. Maybe we can get those tight ends relevant again. That that's the only keys I see is the Patriots running it early, making it successful, involve the tight ends, and just playing keep away. That that's their best option. I don't think it's gonna happen, but that's their best choice. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean I, I could see that. I think uh Green Bay's probably gonna win as well. Um I would say eh, I'm gonna go with uh I'll go twenty seven. 20 for this so, one. So we're pretty similar. Pretty similar. You know, I, I want to say this too, by the way, random part of the show here, but uh, I wanted to give everybody a check-in on uh, a former coach. I think a lot of people probably thought about him, but Adam Gase. <laughs> Gase watch, Sean. I Gase saw watch. this. I, I, instead of hurricane watch <laughs> with me over here, I just see like Gase's bug eyes popping out over here on the screen. <laughs> I, I want to I wanna, uh, explain something here. I saw this article uh, pop up on a Miami message board. And uh, I want to read this to you, Sean. Okay? This was uh, a few months ago. That was just, I found it. I was digging through. Uh, reported source, Adam Gase is returning to Lincoln High School to be the team's offensive coordinator for their 2022 campaign. Lincoln High School was Gase's former school in his hometown in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Gase helped lead the Rattlers to a 4-5 and five record in 2021. <laughs> um, maybe, was... he made, maybe he made enough money... Um bushwhacking the Miami Dolphins that he feels comfortable. Listen, he has to go to no, like, listen, <laughs> he has to go to his old school. He went to because no one else probably even wants him at that. So he's got to take advantage of his home team and he's still losing games. He's four like, and five. I like, I, I just hope the high school like coaches that are working with him are probably also not getting into cocaine and spreading that amongst the school because that. Uh, Sean, I just can't believe it. Like 
this guy was an NFL head coach. Questionable, I know, but he was. He can't even have a winning record with a high school team. Do you think they fire him in week 13 of the season or week four of the season as well? Just like no. the Jets? No, 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 no. Where do they I think, start? The water boy? I think my favorite call from Adam Gase was when he was on the Jets. It was his last game. You probably remember this. They were playing the Raiders. And Adam Gase told Greg Williams. You remember uh, Greg Williams, Mr. Headhunter? Yeah. They had him. He had him call a cover zero blitz with five, six seconds in the game, and they needed a touchdown. And they call a cover zero blitz, and Derek Carr throws a deep bomb pass. It's caught. Touchdown. Jets lose. That sums up his career. That's, that's one of my favorite gaze calls. The other one being we were playing the Colts. And Ryan Tannehill had just come back. You know, this is when everybody was like, this is his year. And we had Frank Gore time? in the backfield. Right, right. Pick one of the seven years. If we have Frank Gore in the backfield, and it was third and 12, and there's nine guys in the box. QP draw. And <laughs> almost easy, Joe Judge. And he calls a halfback drop. And Frank Gore gets one yard, and we punt. <laughs> I Sounds sat there. Right. I was like, not even Madden. Not even the coach suggestion would be dumb enough to offer. Yeah, it's, that, that's similar to what pissed me off with the second and 14. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do an inside run out of the shotgun. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> Can we just take the fucking points, please? Can, can we just take the points? <laughs> just kick the ball. Just do something. <laughs> Yeah, for at real. least that would have been beneficial, but um, right. Well, so, needless to say, so so what I do want to point out is, um, me and Buzz have been tracking our uh, straight up wins and losses, and also our spread. Um, last week, uh, I was actually over six hundred percent, and Buzz was over five hundred percent. So that does look pretty good for us. After this, uh. Next post game show we're gonna do. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, run that down for you guys so you can uh, keep up and uh, hopefully I can win a little more money than uh, just off my five dollar bets that I do on Monkey Knife Fight. But anyhow, hey, are we still are we still the same percentage? Is was that up to date? No. So actually, I do need to check that if Krispy Kreme could actually let me leave at my uh, scheduled time, I can maybe get us caught up by actually reviewing those numbers this week. Okay. But I'll have it for us after this Sunday for sure. Okay. Because I am curious to see if I uh, if I made it over it's, 500. I, I, I honestly think we both had a rough week um, this yeah. week that just went past. Um, but prior to that, I was looking pretty good. I think I'm probably evening out. I'm probably like just barely 600. It's and the I Jaguars. Think, and I think you might be like um, five and a half. Yeah, uh, Jaguars are screwing everybody over. They're so, hey, I, I took the Jags with the spread. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> well, anyways, um, that's going to wrap it up for today, everybody. That's going to be week four coming up. Again, Dolphins, Bengals Thursday night, Packers, Patriots on Sunday. You can catch us on the postgame show uh, after the game on Sunday. We'll be up early the next day. Uh, Sean, as you get ready to get hit by this hurricane, potentially, 
potentially. It could wobble. Um, just want to remind everybody that you can find us wherever podcasts are available, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podchaser, etc. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram. We put our post-game shows up on YouTube as well sometimes as clips and full episodes. And Instagram for injury reports and updates before the game, which we'll have for the Thursday night game coming up here for the Dolphins-Bengals, as well as on Saturday or Sunday before the Patriots-Packers game. So if you like the show, give us a like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Leave a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. We've got an email if you have any questions you want to send to Sean and I. We can take those as well. It's rivalsoftheeast at gmail.com. And besides that, Sean, anything you want to add? Uh, No, uh, bring the wobble on. Bring the waddle, waddle on. on. Waddle on. However you want to take that, go waddle. I don't know. Doing the waddle. See you, everybody.